Welcome to the InvestSense Market Summary for the second week of July 2022. Markets jumped last week, especially those in the US where the Nasdaq was up almost 3%, for reasons that no one can quite agree on. It may be because they had fallen so far, what traders used to charmingly call a dead cat bounce, or because of opportunistic retail bargain hunters buying on the dip. If it was because of fundamentals, it would have to be because the narrow odds of a soft landing scenario in the US widened ever so slightly. Positive jobs data implied that the US economy is proving more resilient than expected, while there were tentative signs that some inflationary pressures could also be rolling over. Declining inflation and full employment is the Goldilocks scenario that everyone is hoping for. Australian and Japanese markets were also up 2% or so, despite the latter selling off on Friday after the assassination of Shinzo Abe while European and Asian markets ended the week in slightly positive territory. Real estate markets finally halted the declines they've seen in recent weeks and ended flat, while gold was the biggest loser, down a few percent. Metals and energy also continued to err on the side of recession, with falls across the board, although this may also just reflect extraordinary gains they have made so far this year. The biggest gainers at a stock level were the large tech stocks that have fallen the most this year, including Apple, Microsoft, Nvidia, Facebook, Amazon, and Tesla, while energy companies fell back. In Australia, it was the banks that finally caught a bid, offsetting losses from materials companies. Some of the local growth companies from disparate sectors like CSL, James Hardy, Aristocrat Leisure, West Farmers and Zero also bounced strongly, having led the market down again so far this year. Amongst institutional investors, there is a sense that many of these companies locally may have become overly expensive in the post-COVID crisis rebound, but that the falls this year have put valuations back on a reasonable footing. In this noisy environment, arguably the clearest signals are emanating from bond markets. Government bond yields have become quite volatile in recent weeks, falling back at the end of June and then rising again into the end of last week. These moves of 0.4 to 0.5% across the maturity spectrum represent considerable bond volatility, but within a fairly defined range around 3% here and in the US. Credit markets added a hopeful note with spreads narrowing sharply last week, presumably along with diminished expectations of near-term corporate defaults. This all adds to the sense that there is a lot of noise and that the market is eagerly awaiting a better sense of direction on both the economy and inflation, something it might get for better or worse later this week with an important inflation print in the US midweek and the start of the US earnings season. So far, the week has started with a more pessimistic turn of Let's hope that changes. Look forward to talking next week.